Ready for the sweeping podcast. Are you ready? I don't care what the people say. Christmas time is near. I don't care what anyone says. Christmas is full of cheer. All I know is the Santa sleigh is making its way to the USA. I wish it was Christmas today. Welcome to the Sweet Podcast, a festive special with me, Mitchell Willis, and him, Michael Ho Ho Ho! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas to you, how are we doing? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Uh, getting very close to the big day now, aren't we? We're what, we four indeed. days off? Yes, I'm really excited, and we've, we've had a little trip out today, haven't we, to get yeah. some last presents? Yeah, the Sweeper Podcast took a trip to uh, to Ikea today. Yeah, on, on tour in Scandinavia. That festive place that everyone loves so much, and it's probably the quietest I've ever seen Ikea. Yeah, I was absolutely buzzing. I got a hot dog. You did? Yep, yeah, it looked like a Marfan's <laughs> finger. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't very appetising. It wasn't the tastiest either. However... We've got a little treat in store for you now, haven't we? We've got all sorts going on. We've got uh, a few outtakes, it's fair to say, from the last 21 episodes. And we've also got a few festive features as well. So we've got a, a festive five-a-side team where we've both come up with a few things. And we've got uh, a little festive quiz as well, haven't we? We have, yeah. We've got a festive quiz. We've got a festive five-a-side. We've got outtakes. We've got Christmas music. We've got... We've got the lot, really, we have haven't got we? The lot. And obviously, we've also got a little roundup of the year as well. We have indeed, yeah. So, um, I guess let's 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 get into it. Indeed, let's crack on. Where's the turkey, Jeremy? What the turkey? Where's the turkey? I thought you were getting the turkey. You what? No turkey! You fucking idiot, Jeremy! You total fucking idiot! That was your job, you fucking moron! You cretin! You're a fuckhead! That's where you are! A fucking shithead! It was a joke, Mark. I was joking. It was a Christmas joke. Uh, oh, I see. Pod favourite Mark Corrigan there, reacting in a similar way to uh, to the way I did when I saw Southampton's Christmas fixtures. Tottenham away on the bo- on Boxing Day and uh, Manchester United away on December the 30th. So uh, thank you very much for that, Premier League. Six points. Six points right there. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. That's the first of many of our favourite Christmas highlights from some comedy, some films that we'll uh, be sharing with you throughout this episode. But for now, we are going to talk to you about our highlights of 2017. So we said we'd have a look at a club highlight for each of us, so an Aston Villa and a Southampton one, and then just have a quick chat about the rest of them as well. Anything that's kind of caught our eyes throughout the season, but... I think we should get started with your Southampton memory of the season. Um, in terms of 2017, there's, there's probably only one that I can go for, and uh, that's that's Wembley. It was as much as it was heartbreaking on the day to lose to Manchester United. The uh, the journey to that cup final, beating Arsenal, um, beating Liverpool in the semi final, and um, playing some of the best football that we did under Claude Puel was was definitely my highlight of the year. I was very lucky to be able to go to the final with um, with three members of my family we had a great day and uh, other than being in the toilet when uh, Manolo Caviadini <laughs> scored his second goal to bring it bring it level at two all um, yeah I had a fantastic time and I, I think that as as much as I agree with the decision to sack Powell I think that that will live in the memory of a lot of Southampton fans because it's not often that, that clubs of our size get trips out to Wembley and, and I thought we competed amazingly well and so many people spoke to me after that game and said how unlucky we were and, and how if it wasn't for that damn linesman's decision to rule the uh, the goal offside in the first half, that we we probably would have gone on and won it. 
Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's fairly safe to say that you were you could say that you were robbed from that game, really. We were indeed, yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. It's one of those where I've only ever been to, to two major cup finals. I know that we're not going to count the Johnson's paint as much <laughs> as that pains me. Um, I, I was, was lucky enough to go as well to, to Cardiff in, in 2003 when we got to the FA Cup final there. And we, we lost out again on a tight game to Arsenal. And, and I didn't know how long it was going to be before... <laughs> before we got to another one but I suppose for me the, the 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 real thing that I would love to to see in my lifetime would be a Southampton win at Wembley in a major cup final and be there with my uh, with my dad because he got to watch us in the 76 cup final where we beat Manchester United so fingers crossed we can get back there in May for the FA cup final um and uh yeah maybe maybe relive it with a better result this time what about you yeah, so you were there actually. It was uh, Aston Villa versus Birmingham, and I'll be honest, there's, there's not much to shout about this season, but or over the last year. But this in particular was the game that stood out for me, and I think we'd had a few beers around here the night before, and I remember feeling a little bit jaded in the morning, and naturally I think I had a calippo on the way, which is my morning routine whenever we drive to a football match after a few drinks the night before and I think it was a, a kind of nervy tense atmosphere and you know we there wasn't much to play for I think Birmingham was still trying to stay up Harry Redknapp had just uh, been put in charge of them and we got to the game and it, it started with an emotional minute's applause for Hugo Ekiog I'm not sure they remember that and I think from there it just I think if anything that probably made the game a little bit more cagey and not not a lot really happened for that certainly the first 45 minutes and then cometh the man cometh the hour literally on the hour mark Gabiak Bontlahore of all people came off the bench and it was a strange one because it's it's one of those games where we were demanding for him to come on which just never happens um I think you were possibly quite surprised that the fans were singing his name but he came on and within minutes he put in a crunching tackle on uh, everyone's least favourite player Paul Robinson just in front of the Blues fans and he, he kind of stood and just smiled at them and he just thought right here we go we're, we're ready for this and about seven or eight minutes later he then bundled in one of the worst goals you'll see um, very very scrappy but the that particular moment there's not many moments like that that you can experience in any walk of life through any manner of, uh, of ways but that particular moment scoring that goal the player that scored it we were right next to the away fans as well and it was just that sheer joy that you you experienced yeah i mean it was nice for me to be there because i'd never experienced that um that second sitting second city derby um and it was all the better for it to be against red nap as well um it it just sort of added a bit of spice to the to, to the day for me and it was a pretty poor game up till then. Um, it was terrible. Yeah, and then uh, then obviously everything just sort of turned, didn't it? When yeah. when when he came on. So yeah, I, I can I can totally see why that would be one of your highlights for sure. But I'll be honest, as I said before, this season and the last year has has not given us too much to be joyful about. And I think this girl sums it up right now. Coach is injured. No. I know. No. I know. We're gonna, we've only got a Bondahor left up front. I know! Gabriel Bondahor. He's fast though, isn't he? Not anymore, really, is he? Uh, we've got Scott Hogan. No. No. Keenan Davis? No. Do you think we're gonna go up? No. Oh, great. Could be a bit more positive about it. What else has caught your eye this year, Michael? Well, there's been a few things. Um, I think a team that we talk about a lot on the podcast, Huddersfield Town, and 
um, a club that are pretty close to where we are lo- location-wise, and uh, obviously we've got friends who who support them, and it, it's been pretty amazing to see the way that they were obviously written off at the start of last season. Um, people thought they were probably going to get relegated from the championship. Yeah. Nobody had ever really heard of David Wagner, and he hadn't had a huge amount of success um, over in Germany as the Dortmund youth team manager or as a reserve manager over there, and. He was sort of put from obscurity a little bit, and and you just look at the job that he's done there, and seeing them go up in in, in May on penalties in the playoff final in one of the worst playoff finals you'll ever <laughs> see, um, and the way that they've dealt with the Premier League, and and I know that I bang on about it a lot, the way that their fans approach games, regardless of their position in the league, is is massively refreshing. I think so many teams could learn from them. But it's also the relationship between the players and the fans as well, isn't it? Which I think is that is stereotypically a German thing as well, isn't it? And the the way that Wagner's kind of got them going and, and how they kind of approach each game and then post-game as well. And obviously we've seen a great example for this weekend as well. Yeah, so obviously this weekend they're playing away at Southampton and um, Sanka yeah. has decided to uh, purchase a, a beer or a, a soft drink for any travelling fan. Of, uh, of Huddersfield for this weekend so I think I had a little look at this earlier on because I was worried that they were going to be on the beers down at Southampton and the uh, <laughs> the crowd was going to be even more raucous than the, the normal but apparently what, what's going to happen for Huddersfield fans this weekend is on their uh, their entry to St Mary's on Saturday they're going to be given a token that they can then exchange when they return to uh, to play at the John Smith Stadium so you would imagine that the home atmosphere at the next game is going to be un- unbelievable and it's going to cost them over £8,000 if everybody grabs one of those tokens and actually uses it for the next home game so it's a drop in the ocean it for is, most yeah. footballers but it's a really nice gesture, gesture because you don't see that many of them doing that sort of don't thing don't see enough of it absolutely all. yeah yeah what about you? Um, there's there's one game that sticks out I mean we've seen some really good games but there's one game that sticks out and that highlight is Barcelona's come back from 4-0 down in the first leg of the Champions League against PSG and you know from 4-0 down you kind of think yeah it's game over regardless of who you are but they won 6-5 on aggregate and three of those goals came in the last seven minutes and that's that's what football's all about isn't it that's what we look forward to and you know we were only having a conversation today about how excited we get about penalties and it's almost it's irrelevant what game it is we saw uh, league cup games in the week go to penalties and it's just exciting and to see last minute goals and you know a, a win in that manner in, in a competition that's the kind of prestige competition as well not only that but you you probably struggle to see that again um, absolutely I wouldn't have yeah. thought that there'll be many teams who would be a favourite for the competition who would get roundly beaten in the way that they were in the first leg and then be able to come back because everybody thought that that it was curtains for them after the first leg and it, it was amazing I, I remember the game well I uh, watched the first 70 minutes fell asleep on the sofa downstairs woke up and uh, and the comeback was complete see so, yeah, I missed it all but managed to uh, to catch on the highlights fortunately and I think there's a, there's probably one other thing to say as well and you know we talk about it every single week but it's really difficult to look past how good Manchester City have been particularly in this first half of the season they're just a joy to behold aren't they yeah they are they're um, they're I mean, I don't want to make too many comparisons to the Arsenal Invincibles team, but they're uh, they're almost like the the next level from that because yeah. although Arsenal won 26 league games that season, they they still drew 12. Um, so far, City have got through pretty much half of their allocated games for yeah. the season this season, and they've only drawn one. So it just shows what potentially could happen for uh, for the remainder of this of the of this season. And it's it's an incredible feat. It just shows. I think everybody. Well, a lot of people wrote Guardiola off last season after the the struggles that they had, and obviously Conte took Chelsea to the league title. But he's 
taking the experience gained from last season and you just wouldn't bet against them going the, the remainder of the season not only unbeaten but similar to, to, to what they've done so far and winning as, as many games as they have done I think as well it's important to, to kind of note the way that they've played football as well you look at back at that Arsenal Invincibles team and they were a very strong and powerful team and I'm sure they won games comfortably but I'm sure there's a lot of games where they almost bullied the opposition in their strength and power whereas Manchester City seem to be bullying the opposition with skill technique and and to be fair to Guardiola great tactics as well yeah I think I think you're right I think the Arsenal team was built on a solid defence wasn't it and then they um, they probably nicked quite a few games 1-0 or or by the odd goal whereas City just seemed to be able to destroy teams week in week out and um, like like we've said so many times it just doesn't doesn't seem any any time soon to, to be likely to stop no well let's have a quick break and come back and join us some festive fun and a little quiz. Great song. A modern Christmas classic. Yelled off at his best. And mature. Don't forget mature always gets overlooked. Do you mean mid-year? Yeah, that's what I said, mature. It's not one word, it's two. Mid-year. Is it? I thought it was mature. Like mature cheddar. Look, anyway, why have you left me six messages? Because it's Christmas! Hertha. <laughs> right. Um, Hertha. So, let's just run through the games that we're going to talk about. Manchester City. Four. Hertha. One. Stoke City, Hertha, <laughs> Christmas special, Hertha, Hertha. I, I think your mic's definitely louder than mine, or maybe it's just because you're shouting, I don't know, but yours seems to be going really I was doing a lot of shouting. Hello and welcome to the Sweeper Podcast. Michael, what's your rhyme? <laughs> no, no, nothing. You've caught me on a wares there. Just something that rhymes with podcast. Come on now. Schmod schmast. Yeah. Uh, podcast. Come on, mate, you're living in the past. Yeah, that doesn't really rhyme. No. I mean, the second part of it rhymes, but the whole thing doesn't rhyme. You're living uh, in the broad past. Is there, is there a footballer who's got, like, like Giovanni I, Van Brock? There's, a, there's a, a college near where I'm from called Rod Baston. Is there? Well, yeah, there you go. It's like podca- podcast Podcasting. Podcasting college. You could have just made that up as well, and I'd have, I'd have absolutely no idea. I think it was like an agricultural college, oh, where right. like some of the f- went to learn how to dig. Oh, see, we, this is why <laughs> dig we, and shit. we can't, we can't <laughs> keep all of these outtakes. What do we met digging? Because if you... I'm digging, mate. Digging for gold. <laughs> Christmas. Welcome back to the Sweeper Podcast Christmas Special. And we've got a quiz for you. We've got a special little Christmas quiz, haven't we? We have indeed, yes. Yeah. So we're uh, we're going to go head-to-head on this one. Five questions each. Um, I'm going to give you a little example just so that the uh, the listeners are aware of the absolute lack of content that we've got going <laughs> on here. So we, uh, we, we, we wrote these prior to, to recording, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, we, we sat downstairs in my kitchen racking our brains about Christmas related footballers and how we could try and get some uh, some Christmas puns into the answers. So 
The example question, which you've not heard yet, but there's no points on offer for it, okay. is which incredibly popular Christmas song links an links an ex Manchester United, Aston Villa, and Sunderland striker? Okay, so I know the striker. Go on, who do you think it is? Dwight York, for that's, sure. That's definitely right, yeah. Dwight York, Christmas. Nothing springing to mind. Right, I'll give you the answer. It was Fairy Tale of Dwight York. Good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, very nice. So that's the sort of standard of mine. Okay. Um, Is it getting worse or better? It's pretty much middling. It's okay. gonna it's gonna All stay right. on that on okay. that sort of Good tangent. Stuff. So uh, I'll let I'll let you kick off in the hope that your uh, your questions are of a, of a better standard than mine. Okay. So I'll ask the first one and then we'll alternate between them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And there's no points on offer of this, is there? This isn't going to the they're main not, competition. They're not going no. to, unless I come out five 0 then, <laughs> then I'll try and I'll try and take something forward. But no, no, this is purely for uh, for Christmas kudos. Okay, well I'll start you off with this one. So, which Paraguayan has won the Champions League with Bayern Munich, but more importantly, Blackburn Rovers Player of the Season? Uh, Roque Santa Cruz. Correct. Okay, I can see a bit of a theme coming on. Yeah. Um, I've got him as an answer of. Uh, of one of my questions Brilliant. so rather than <laughs> rather than uh, waiting for number three for that I'm just going to go straight in there so who did Roque Santa Cruz uh, play most games for so you've got Blackburn Malaga Manchester City or Bayern Munich um, it's a good question I would imagine Bayern Munich that's correct yeah yes, so yes, one yes. all good okay well, which former Everton defender is Nigeria's most capped player with 101 appearances. Um, ah, Jesus, Mary and Joseph Yobo? <laughs> Correct, yeah. Absolutely. Good one. Okay, yeah, we're doing all right here, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, right, so, which country do FC Santa Claus come from? Uh, so, I'm going to give you four options okay. on this one. You've got Finland. You're just going to give me Scandinavian countries, aren't you? Sweden, <laughs> Lapland and Norway. I Finland was the one that came to mind before you said anything, so I'll stick with that. It's Lapland. Is it? Yeah, FC Santa Claus come from Lapland. That's an absolute disgrace. <laughs> so that's uh, that's that's 2-1. Okay, well done. Which Spanish winger is said to suffer from chronic homesickness, so much so that he used to walk out of training camps with the national side because they were too far from Seville? It's the little baby Jesus Navas. It is indeed. Yes, okay. Correct. Um... Uh, this one's very punny. So, which Dutch former Liverpool winger could you add to your tree while decorating it? Dutch former Liverpool winger. Um, I'm struggling with that one. I can only think of. I'll give you a bit of a clue. Bolo Zenden as a. It's not Bolo yeah. Zenden. No, no. Uh, he's he's still playing. He. Um, I'm just trying to think. Ryan of... Babel. Ryan Bubble. Come on, what you got on your Christmas tree? Star? Tree topper? What else? No, I'm struggling. Ryan Bauble. Ah fucks. <laughs> yeah, no, very good, yeah. Very good. Alright. Um, which Premier League striker has also moonlighted as a model for H and M and has fronted a campaign led by fashion designer Alexander Wang? Um Zlatan Ibrahimovic incorrect because that's got nothing to do with well that's what I thought yeah. Andy Christmas Carol 
Andy Carroll. Yeah, I know it's shocking, oh isn't it? Oh my god, they were scraping. We've all, we've all got a chance. Scraping the barrel there. <laughs> um, is this my last? No, no, I've still got two left. So, uh, which ex-Arsenal player who also spent time at Barnsley and now plies his trade in Cyprus has an indirect link to a popular Christmas carol? Think of the Arsenal player. Yeah, I've got something in my head, but I can't think of it. Think of it's um ah. Oh. He's Dench, isn't he? He is Dench. Emmanuel Frimpong. Yep. And what was it? Christmas Carol. So, uh, yeah, his name has an indirect link to a popular Christmas Carol. Frimpong Merrily on High. Frimpong Merrily on High. Congratulations. (laughs) Yeah, you having that one? Yes, and my final question. Which former Premier League striker can count Leeds, Coventry and Middlesbrough amongst his many clubs in England and Scotland? Uh, um, I think a, a little way back to the to the nineties. Oh, I think I might have it. Is it Noel Whelan? It is indeed. <laughs> Brilliant. Stuff. Right, last one for you. Um, which rotund ex Premier League referee is an indirect link to a Christmas Carol containing part of his name? And I want the full name of the Christmas Carol. Walking in a Jeff Winter Wonderland is incorrect. No? I mean, I'll, I'll I'll give you a point. I had in the bleak Jeff Winter. Nice, very good, <laughs> very so, very. So good. that that yeah, that rounds up our uh, our festive quiz. I, I I mean, that's the best we've ever done. I was gonna say that had content. It had Christmas links. Um, I I reckon we just stick on the Christmas subject every week. Absolutely, I agree. Well, thank you very much for that. It was a <laughs> pleasure. And join us after the break where we will run through our five aside teams. Festive, festive five-a-side teams. Plaza Hotel Reservations, may I help you? Howdy do. This is Peter McAllister, the father. Yes, sir. I'd like a hotel room, please. Yes. With an extra-large bed, a TV, and one of those little refrigerators you have to open with a key. Yes, sir, you'll need a major credit card upon check-in. Credit card, you got it. Welcome back to the Sweeper Podcast, and it's time to get back into the Premier League and talk about Crystal Palace 2, Everton 2. And what a start it was for Crystal Palace, with a goal after a minute, and obviously instrumental to that was uh, England's starlet, the jewel in the crown, Rubus... Rubus? (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the Sweeper Podcast with me, Mitchell Willis, and him, Michael Hall. How you doing? Very, very good. Thank you, yourself. Good weekend? Yeah, not bad. Went and watched some live football this weekend, which uh, I'm going to talk about a little bit later on. Went to Bradford City for their first round FA Cup tie versus Sheffield. Oh, Oh, fucking hell. (laughs) Wasn't Sheffield, was it? (laughs) No. Hello and welcome back to the next part of this festive special from the Sweeper podcast. And it's time to do our festive five-a-side team. So, um, basically, we've we've picked five players and... uh, we're going to decide, dependent on the uh, the quality of the Christmas pun, on who's going to make it onto the uh, onto the onto the team sheet. So, Mitch, go and kick us off with your festive goalkeeper for our five-a-side team. I've had a few for this, but I settled on Spruce Grobbler. <laughs> Spruce Grobbler for you. It's Spruce is in Christmas tree. Yes, like indeed. it. Okay. Um, so I'm I've decided that I would take it a step further and I've done it purely ex-Saints and ex-Villa okay put him into shame potentially so uh, my goalkeeper is Santi Niemi <laughs> very very good well played so go on I'll let you pick the goalkeepers who's going in there Um, now I'm going to give you that 
that, right. that's good. Santi's taking the uh, the number one spot on yeah, the sure. uh, on that one. So I'll go I'll go next. We'll alternate it again. So my my defender for our five side team, ex Villa, Fabian Elf. Ah, oh, good. Funny you should say that because he's in my midfield as oh, well. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, so but, he's getting in either way. Uh, yeah, I reckon so. Um, I mean, we could just sack him off to be honest. <laughs> God, we're not massive fans of him anymore. God, then give me um, your give me your festive defender. Funnily enough, I've gone for Rory de Lapland. Oh, that's that's miles better than Fabian Elf, right? Okay, yeah, Rory's going straight in there, and an uh, an ex Saints player as well. Exactly. So we're uh, keeping a good theme here, right? I'm going to give you my my first midfielder, and it's um it's not great. I'll be honest. <laughs> okay, you're scraping the barrel. For yeah, this, yeah, big time. Okay. It's ex Villa. Yeah, Robert Pirezant. That is absolutely atrocious. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I don't really have any words, to be honest. But I will hit you back with Wayne Sproutledge. Yeah, that's going straight in there. <laughs> Ex-Villa as well. So we're, yeah. we're continuing the theme. We've got we two go. two ex-Saints and one uh, one ex-Villa in there. So uh, go on, go for your... your well, I've got your Fabian Elf, haven't I? So he was oh, in of my course midfield. All right. Um, <laughs> this hasn't taken a huge amount of effort on my part, the next one. Uh, Jason Yule, <laughs> yes, very good, very very good. He can go in. He's okay. In. So so far, just to recap, we've got Santiniemi. Yep. Rory de Lapland. Yep. Wayne uh, Sproutledge. Wayne Sproutledge and Jason, Jason Yule. Yule. Okay, so it's all down to the strikers. It is. I want you to hit me with yours first. I think we might have the same one. I don't think we have. Okay, I've gone for Juan Pablo Angel. I think I might beat you. Go on. Uh, this is my favourite one. All right. Olivier Jerusalem. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I was chuffed with that. I'll be honest with you. I think that that's probably got to break the Saints Villa link, and uh, I think he's got to start, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, Angel is in my top three Villa players of all time. Yep. But Jerusalem, that is perfect. It is. It? Yeah, that and is perfect. I'm going to do this on the cuff, and I we haven't talked about this before. We need a manager okay. for our five-a-side team. <laughs> so I'm going to put you on the spot. And while you're thinking, I'm going to give you mine. It's not very good. It's Jose Mourinho. Oh, my God. <sighs> Come on, you've got to be able to beat that somehow. Um, I don't, That's the thing. I'm not sure I can. Um, I'm thinking of Gordon Strachan as Cracker, but that is awful, That's isn't terrible. It? That's nearly as bad as mine. No, let's, let's have should Mourinho. We them, should we leave them managerless, given uh, given our efforts there? I, 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 I don't mind Mourinho. Mourinho. All right, okay, that's fine. Okay, so, yeah, the... The final recap, we've got Santiniemi in goal. Yeah. Rory Delapland. Yeah. Wayne Sproutledge. Yeah. Jason Yule. Olivier Jerusalem. And uh, Jose Mourinho as the manager. Lovely stuff. If you're still with us, and many people are turned off by now, get your suggestions in. Get us at The Sweeper Podcast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, The Sweeper Podcast. And of course, as ever, we welcome those iTunes subscriptions, reviews and ratings. And yeah, get in touch with us by the email if necessary at thesweeperpodcast at gmail.com. I want it sorry, go on. No, it'd be fantastic to hear from people and I, th- I think there's probably a lot of people out there that can do a better better job than that than us. There are indeed. There's plenty of time over Christmas for you to think of your festive five aside teams. Um I think I don't know if you saw this or not, but I think we had, in my opinion, my favourite uh, correspondence of the year 
this I week. May have seen not it. Sure not sure if you missed sure. it or not. So we posted our our normal Instagram photo with the with the I release of Mondays. It. Yeah, Mondays I, I meant to mention podcast. it as well. Yeah, and uh, we got a fantastic Instagram comment in there from somebody I don't think she follows us. No, and it said um, it just had a few love hearts at the bottom of yeah. it, and then it said keep the pictures of the pups coming, <laughs> um, which presumably she was supposed to post on some sort of dog uh, photo of of one of her friends, and somehow there's been some sort of technological glitch and it's ended up on ours so thank you very much for that yes. and uh, I think what we're going to do at the end of this episode is Mitch and I are going to put a festive picture of, uh, of ourselves on so that you can sort of get behind the curtain a little bit we're not going to reveal too much but we're going to give you a, a glimpse of our setting um, and, and, and where, we, where we record the podcast so yeah make Indeed. sure that you, uh, that you check that out on our Instagram page and I think there's just one thing left to say and that's thank you very much for the last 22 episodes now it's been a pleasure it's been an interesting one for us to get to grips with this and i think we've really enjoyed haven't we yeah massively i think that that it's it's really important to to say thank you to everybody who's um who's taken the time out of their busy schedules to listen to the podcast because we are fully aware that there's a lot out there that you can listen to and and it it means a lot for us to to get messages from people and to see the the five star ratings coming in is always a, a bit of a bonus so yeah we just want to say a massive thank you and have a have a nice Christmas, everybody. Indeed, Merry Christmas, and we'll see you in 2018. Indeed, yeah, Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, indeed. Naturally, it's gone downhill, hasn't it? And <laughs> fuck off! You <laughs> <laughs> just said the same thing twice in a row. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, and a happy New Year.